0: You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Gramatico.
1: Welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide. And today we have a very special guest. Today we have Rob Cubbin. Rob, right off his website, used to work for other people and just hated it. Now he's an entrepreneur, gets to travel the world just the way he wants to. Uh, he is an Amazon best-selling author, online teacher, graphic and web designer, and entrepreneur, and wants freedom for you and success in your business. Rob, welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast.
2: Thank you so much, Giuseppe. It's good to be here.
1: Yeah, ve- very excited. Um, you know, we we definitely um, say a lot of the same things and, and help people in in career transition. Before I got into that, wanted to give the audience just a better idea. If You could tell us a little bit about your your background. Maybe a, a little bit of you know what the journey has looked like overall, and you know how you got to where you are today.
2: Okay, Giuseppe. Well, uh, this is going to take a, a, a while because it does go back uh, a few years now. Because, as you say, I, I was working for other people um, ever since I left college, which would have been in the early nineties, and so for a for a long while, I was working for other people. But it, the way it transitioned was that I ended up becoming freelance. So I was doing gr- graphic design as a freelancer in, in London in the UK, as you can probably tell from my accent. <laughs> and um yeah, so I, I didn't enjoy that. But it did help me at least to pick up some sk- skills. You know, I, I got I got to learn Photoshop and things like that and uh, picked up some basic design skills. But it wasn't until about 2014 where I started up a website and I started some, did I say 2014, 2004, over 15 15 years ago and um, then I got into web publishing and blogging, YouTube actually uh, but that came a little bit later, and then I started to get work that I could do at home, and that was that was the turning point for me. Even though it was still active income, it wasn't passive income. Uh, it meant I could make money sort of off my own back, and and I actually set up a, a in the UK, it's called a limited company. I think they're LLCs in in the US. I at the same time, I set up a I set up a, my own company, so I saw myself as a company, and that really just completely changed my mindset i thought right i'm on my own now i've got to make my own money it doesn't matter if i make uh, it all in the beginning of the month or i make it continuously throughout the month as long as i make the money then and, and i can stand on my own two feet and that was an extremely invigorating liberating experience and but it didn't stop there because i'm, I'm cutting a lot of corners and, and making this short here as i mentioned i'd been blogging and youtubing So I built up a small audience. I still have a very small audience. It's not very big, um, but it does mean that I get to market my own products to my own people every so often, um, as well as giving them good information for free as well. Uh, But I can live off the proceeds of my online digital products. And um, I have done now for, for many years. I don't actually do so much work for clients these days. I don't make websites and design things like I used to do. I actually just did for a friend, funnily enough. But um, I don't do much of that now. And I just um, make money from my books and my courses and various other um, online entrepreneurial activities that I do and I have done for for the last 10 years or so. That's great. So
1: definitely a a long career. And you know, with, with you know, the, the transition, you said that you, you enjoyed it. So what was the, I guess, the true, true driving force? Was it just the, the freedom and flexibility? What, what was it? Because a lot of people listening in are looking at career transition, you know, here. Yeah, um, I, yeah,
2: yeah it, was, it, it was basically the freedom, Giuseppe. Uh, it, it was a little bit easier for me because, as I mentioned, I was freelancing. So I didn't actually have a proper job. What I was doing is that I was um, temping. So I'd go into a design company, an advertising agency, and work for the week, you know, doing some Photoshop or some Mm -hmm. uh, illustrator work, and uh, they'd tell me what to do. I'd do it, and I'd go at the end of that week and then try and get another job from the agencies for the next week. So I was quite flexible in a way. Um, Even though I didn't like the work, it did at least you know, it introduced me to the feast and famine routine of an entrepreneur. So I would have good months and bad months. And so I, I had to learn how to save my money and not spend my money and just um, hoard it up during the good months. So you've got something to live off on the bad months or if the bad months come. So I was doing that for a couple of years. Yes, there was a couple of years of transition, which made it really easy for me where I could Work a bit of freelance during the week, and then go home and do my own stuff, and um, that made it really easy. In fact, I put off the decision to give up on the freelance work for for a year or so because it was it was actually no effort to to do it. But there came a time where I thought, well, I've really got to do this seriously now. I've really got to concentrate 100 on my own on my own company. But I was enjoying it so much, Giuseppe, because. It was my thing, you know, they were my clients. It was my designs. And I found the clients and I did the work for the clients and I got paid by the clients. I just, um, I guess, I guess I was an underachiever at school. I was never good at school, never good at sport, never good at, at much of anything. So it was great to see that I could be successful on my own terms. And I think there's a certain, characteristic of entrepreneurs that they 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 like the freedom and they just like doing things their way without being difficult you know um because yeah i mean i i really think i am big on freedom
1: (laughs) right yeah absolutely and that and that freedom i mean there's only 24 hours in the day so it's nice to choose where, where where you live when you work uh how many hours it's uh yeah, but, uh, I
2: haven't yeah. Talk, yeah, I haven't talked about traveling, you see, yeah. so uh, I, that's one thing I haven't told you about in the story, is that I was living in London. London is, is like New York. It's incredibly expensive to live in. You don't want to live there unless you absolutely have to, and you've got a job there. And then so I, I was sitting in London, making money online passively from America, from India, or wherever the people were, and I didn't really need to be in London, so I, I went to Thailand. <laughs> which is quite oh, far wow. away. Oh, wow, very nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm speaking to you today uh, from Chiang Mai in Thailand. Uh, it's about 30 degrees outside, even though it's 9 o'clock in the very hot day today, I tell you. Um, oh. and, um, and it's got good internet here. The people are lovely. The food's great. And it's done a site cheaper than London. And, and there's a great community of entrepreneurs here. So that, there was another bonus for, um, for doing your own thing if, if you like traveling. It's funny. It's funny. You
1: mentioned that this is the, uh, the set second interview, um, back to back actually, and person was in California had moved to Thailand and, uh, loves it. You know, just lo- yeah. loves the community is able to, to work. You know, we're talking about freedom, same exact thing. So that's a, uh, I don't know, that, that that may be a sign for me to move one of these days. It's on, on the list. I've have never, haven't visited yet. And it's, well, I can't can't visit right now with everything going no, on. No, no, no. Ho- ho- hopefully, hopefully next year. would love, love to take a trip out there. That, that, that That's yeah. great. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, one, one thing I found interesting is, you know, with having conversations with people in career transition, th- there's no... In my opinion no right or wrong. Some people like myself, I quit my job 100% and dove into my into my first business. But I, I always tell the story this way as much as I want to say I did it on my own. I you know I was married and uh, my wife was working. So if it wasn't for that, that that story may have been a little bit different. And uh, others have just said, "You know what? I want to I want to start my own business but I don't want to give up my job." So we have a, a very popular type of ownership and franchising called semi absentee ownership. So they maybe put in an hour or two during, during the day to keep their job. And then once the business is is fully operational, they have the option to leave their job, but they have, you know, it's a slower transition. So instead of jumping in immediately, it's a, it's a year or two. So there's no, you know, for everyone, listen, there's no right or wrong. It's what you are comfortable with. Everyone's financial situations are different, which leads me to, to my question, which I ask, you know, every, every guest is, you know, what top maybe either two or three or, 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 or however much advice you want to give for anyone that is looking to make that, that career transition from, from an employee to, to business owner, whether it be a big corporation or just a, a single member, you know, LLC, just so you're kind of running your own show. What, what are the top two or three pieces of advice you would give to that person?
2: Yeah, I, I really agree that it's different for everyone because I have met a, a, a while a, a, a huge number of people who've done it, and they've all done it in different ways. And the other interesting thing is, it's it's men, women, rich, poor, old, young, uh, with families, without families, from America, Europe, Asia, Africa. It, they're from everywhere everyone's done it you know so there's there's the one thing is that and one thing is that there's no excuse you can do it doesn't matter if you've got kids or you haven't got kids or whatever it just might take you longer um you know but my advice is to look at your income your your finances and ask yourself what do you want from life you know what what do you really want what do you really need what is it that's really driving you and i tell you When I started doing this, I I didn't really have much of a clue. And I was a bit shocked that I actually didn't know what I wanted. Yeah, I thought I wanted money and I wanted to be happy. But that's not, that's too vague. You've got to be, you've got to have numbers. You know, you've got to to know exactly what you want. And I just started cutting down my expenses. And I said, well, I'm not going to spend any money unless I absolutely have to. Absolutely have to, like food and, and, and shelter. And uh, cut that down to the minimum and then see if you can make that much money every month from your business and see if it's growing. You know, that that's the way you do it. And cu- clear your debts. Don't borrow money. I mean, like the last thing you want to be doing at the moment is borrowing money you know it's it's just the the worst thing in the world especially when you're moving into a recession so i you know you don't need to spend money to start a business i i was also very lucky because I, I was starting in the mid 2000s when you could do some good stuff with google you you could get be quite successful and finish end up on the first page of google Um, You didn't have to be an SEO expert in order to do it. And you didn't need any money. You could just do it through your own ingenuity and and effort. And so, but there always are opportunities. There are always opportunities where you can make money uh, just with your ingenuity and with your effort. I really believe that. It, It was true then and it's true now. I mean, I can see, I see people coming from poor backgrounds, Vietnamese who come from a a village where their parents are probably earning sort of less than five dollars a day, and they're making money online. They're making huge amounts of money m- comparative to the um, poverty they come from. And Indians as well. I know so many Indians from from bad. You know, I was going to say bad backgrounds <laughs> from um, not not wealthy. You know, underprivileged backgrounds. People that you know literally earn five dollars a day and that you know learn coding and then start their own coding school and absolutely make fortunes on the internet and um so i would I, I would tell people first to look at their expenses and see if they can get them down and see see if 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 they really need to spend 40 60 dollars a month on on entertainment or or whatever they're spending and clothes and and cars and or you know things that are um luxuries and and uh and then and then work out how much money you need to make a month and and then try and make it off your own back instead of through a job
1: right no very 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 good points something i i you know w- we've kind of been doing and you know, interviewing podcasting start started at the beginning of the year and just been moving the questions around because i I always like like to mix it up a little bit and just find just find some of these these questions really interesting but you know, one one question I was asked on, on a show not too long ago is, um, you know, what advice would you give your younger self? I thought that was interesting. It, it threw me off for a little bit, so I'll, I'll 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 turn around and ask you that same question because I, I found that pretty interesting. It made me think a little bit. But what what advice would you give uh, your younger self? I, I have tons of advice I would give myself, but yeah, the, this, yeah this show I is know. yours.
2: <laughs> I I know um, because actually I wrote a blog post about this a few years uh-huh. ago and it was it was what I'd say to my thirty year old self, you see the thing is when I was in yeah, you know, most people say, Oh, I wish I knew this when I was twenty, but right. I was I was in a really bad situation when I was in my early thirties. It was probably the the worst period of my life. I was just stagnating, doing doing those freelance jobs. I, I was very directionless. But I, I think the things I, I would say I would uh, I'd be very actually I, I would be very kind to myself, and and tell myself to be kinder to myself, um, not to have a go at myself, and to watch, to be very aware of your thoughts, and 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 observe your uh, observe your thoughts and what you're thinking about, and um, see if there's anything you can improve there. Because I mean, I had a, a sort of very bad habits in in that I would be hard on myself i would say oh god you're not up to this you can't do this you're 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 incapable you're mm-hmm. you, you're just not talented enough you, you just haven't got it uh, and, and look look and 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 surprise surprise you know the the evidence came back at me that that agreed with that right and um what what i I tried to do. I, I actually started reading a lot of personal development and books about Buddhism and, and stuff like that. And um, I came to the conclusion that I was doing, <laughs> I was probably being more responsible for my failures than 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 my actual talents were. It was my own inner voice telling me that I wasn't good enough. And uh, so I, I observed my thoughts and whenever I could see myself going on a a downward spiral of self-blame I would take a step back and uh, and be kinder to myself and and just concentrate on whatever task I had to do at the the, the moment in order to get me where where I wanted to be um so actually I, I took a real uh personal development sort of angle to that question i hope that made sense
1: yeah no it it does and it's 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 all related and i know i can relate personally so it's it's what what's the um the, the quote those that think they can and those that think they can't are yeah. both uh usually right so yeah. um yeah i mean it what, what we call it uh what is it head head trash in, in a way so it's you start to doubt yourself and you start to focus on that and yeah, I mean, it's, you start focusing. I could fail. I could fail. I could fail. Then, mm, um, mm. that fear takes over and you, you stay at the job where you, you think there's a safety net yeah. when in reality, it truly isn't a safety net. You know, it's a consistent, it's a, con- I always tell people you have a consistent, uh, salary or hourly wage, but, uh, you're as good as your last hour that you put in there. There's no, um, wealth building. There's no appreciation. Um, and many times there, there's, there's, uh, a uh, someone that, um, we've interviewed that is uh, your career is in the hands of your boss. So if your boss, sometimes your boss is the one above you, you know, kind of, kind of holding you back. So you really need to uh, take a step back, you know, and and as you mentioned, just be aware of what you're thinking and what you're saying to yourself, because typically it's yourself that's getting in the way. No one else. I mean, someone may Mm. have said, ah, you don't want to do that. You're going to lose your shirt. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to start a business, you don't want to quit your job. So, yeah, just just get out of your way and uh give it a go is is what I what I tell everyone. But obviously, an, an educated go because we we get wrapped up in fear, but t- you know, a lot of times it's fear of the unknown because you're just not educated enough. And when I say educated, you don't you don't know what the risks are, the investment or the time commitment. So the more information you get, you start to process a little bit at a time. So um, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not about jumping into it with your eyes closed, but just get educated, talk to people, uh, learn about the industry, about what you want to get into. I, I, I give the advice to franchise owners, talk, talk to current franchise owners in your business, talk to other people that are doing what you do, you know, get some feedback and, uh, obviously, you know, maybe talk to one or more people, but, uh, yeah, I, I could not, I could not agree with you more and it definitely ties into just about every conversation. So that's, uh, some really, really good advice, and um, the same advice I would give to myself. And sometimes I need to remind myself of that. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, Ro- Rob, if uh, someone wants to, to get in contact with you, uh, you know who 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 should get in contact with you? How how can you help them out, and what is the best way they can get in contact with you?
2: Okay. Well, the best way to get in contact with me is to Google my name, and that's Rob Cabin. I say Cuban, but some people say Cuban, but it's C-U-B-B-O-N. And um, so so if you Google that, you'll find me. Uh, I've got a website because it's robcuban.com so very easy to remember. So I help entrepreneurs that, that are looking to start in uh, online marketing, basically. So people who want to sell courses, people who want to write books, I mean, nonfiction books, ideally are the people I help, but i done a lot of work in a lot of other businesses like so for example graphic design and web design for clients how to find clients and and, and that sort of thing so the best thing to do is have a look at my website and see if that's the sort of thing that floats your boat uh, and uh, get in touch with me that way
1: sounds good and we will put that uh RobCubin.com. We'll put everything in the in the show notes. Rob, anything else you'd like to uh, to mention to the audience today?
2: Um, well, no, not really. I just like to say thank you very much for listening to me. I hope wish you the best in your entrepreneurial journey. I wouldn't I wouldn't have swapped it for the uh, for the world. That's for sure. It's definitely the best thing that ever happened to me. But I would also say, you know, of course, it's not for everyone, and I appreciate that everyone's backgrounds are different. My I didn't have children. Uh, which maybe would have affected my decision, but we don't know. And obviously I know a lot of entrepreneurs that do have children and do have a a lot of overheads that they've got to manage and they still are successful. So there's always a way. Where where there's a will, there's a way. And if you are, you know, honest and, and you help people and you're kind to yourself and kind to others and you do your best, then I'm sure you can't go far wrong.
1: Yes. I could not not agree with you more. Rob, uh, thank you once again. Uh, This has been a pleasure, my friend, and I hope to talk to you in the very near future.
2: Likewise, Giuseppe. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're
0: ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com/book. 2. Want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom: How to escape the corporate world and have financial and time freedom by owning a franchise. By going to ggthefranchiseguide.com/video. 3. Want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you? To navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject and he'll send you all the details.